What's up, everybody? Welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. Joy. KT is not here for the first time ever, but it's the Black Girls Show today. Black Girls Rock. We're going we gonna to do it big on Talk It Out Podcast today. Remember, you can hit us up on social media, facebook.com slash Talk It Out Podcast, Instagram at Talk It Out Podcast, and Twitter at Talk It Out underscore pod. Use the hashtag Talk It Out Pod for a retweet. Remember, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, TIOPodcast.com slash episodes, and wherever you can find a podcast, we are surely there. Merch, if you want to get some merch, uh, go to TIOPodcast.com slash shop and buy some cool t-shirts. All right, thank you everyone for listening to our last episode with the lovely Tammy Sawyer. Really enjoyed that episode you guys did as well. Thank you, Tammy, for coming on the show. Today, we are going to, since Black History Month is almost over, boo, um, we are going to talk about a topic. If, let's say, Wakanda is real and they have this technology where they allow our ancestors to come back to the present day and see everything that's gone on, what would they think? Let's say our great, 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 great grandparents who have just been shipped in from Africa and, you know, have have been in slavery for about 20 or 30 years. What would they think if they were if they went into a spaceship or a, a teleporter, a time traveling thing, and came to America in two thousand and eighteen? Would they be surprised? Would they be upset? Would they be overjoyed? What do you think, Joy? Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what do I think? I think I think it would be I I really I'm gonna get so much backlash for this. I think <laughs> they would be um okay. I think they would like the way that things are. Uh I think they would see how far we've come and they would be okay with that and they will live out the rest of their lives knowing that it does change eventually. And the reason I say I'm going to get backlash for this, because most times people be like, well, they would still want some equal rights and all of this. And that. no, uh, the people that I have experienced in my life, uh, they, they're uh, very, especially older generations. Mm-mm. They they don't they don't care about equal rights or feminism. It doesn't mean as much to them, as long as they aren't slaves working for the white man in the fields. They were they're okay. So you you think that um, the older generation is complacent? I don't know about complacent, but I think that they they have faced much worse than we have. So when okay. we're complaining about oh that's not fair, it's racism. The older people are not quick quick to call it racism because they have experienced much worse racism than we have experienced. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If you've okay. had a fire hydrant um, sp- sprayed at you because you wanted equal rights, that doesn't compare to, oh, 50 years later, 
when we supposedly have equal rights and it's just not the same struggle though it is a struggle okay what do you think about the incest what do you think let me ask you this because you're saying okay they don't think that our struggle is as bad would you what do you think about the enslaved our enslaved ancestors had they come back in the 60s where yes we're not enslaved but um you know there's still segregation there's still lynching sometimes what what do you think would they would they be proud of that i mean we can't really know but compared to slavery would they see that as progress the i think with each generation the struggle is there and it will continue to be there until you know people wise up to start really treating everybody as equal but for minorities, the struggle will continue to be there, but it won't be as bad as the generation before. Am I making sense? Yes, I understand. Um, okay. Okay. So let's say you said the older what generation. What do you think? Okay. okay I, am, I am. I am. I'm gonna tell you. You say the older <laughs> generation they they don't see our struggle as severe as theirs so they they think they have it pretty good like the baby boomers and the people yeah, from my experience them right i think that kind of has to do with like statistically and historically yes the baby boomers suffered segregation and stuff like that but they also benefited from a lot of governmental programs that helped them get uh get get money and stuff like that like the baby boom the black baby boomers are doing well and better than like everybody else in the gen this in the black community because they were able to to uh, have access to those programs and able to acquire wealth that we have not so they might think it's cool because they get money in their pocket and nobody really messing with them. But I think that's flawed. Okay. So if our ancestors were to come back today and were to stay for a day, I think they'll be overjoyed. I think they would think this was just the best thing that like yeah. they'll be in tears. Like they would have never imagined we got a black president. We got black people on TV not being degraded. We got black people in positions of power. Black people that have money, all that type of stuff. I think they will be so happy and overjoyed. But if they stay for a year, they'll end up becoming like all of us and seeing how crappy it is. Because, like, the thing about America and the thing that America has succeeded in is the facade of equality. Like, if somebody was to come, like, an alien was to come down today and just stay, you know, watch TV and kind of go around or whatever, they would think, you know, there's nothing really wrong with America because there's all kinds of races on TV. There's all kinds of races in the suburbs. There's all kinds of races. Everybody can can eat and, and, and go and love whoever they want to love. And there's no type But the more you stay and 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 pay attention and stuff like that you'd see that a lot has not really changed yes people aren't being hung from trees and yes people aren't being enslaved but the amount of racial inequality that's going on in america is still 
um, tremendous. That's the reason we got so many black people incarcerated for, for drug crimes. And white people who do the same thing either don't get drug on don't get time or they get lesser sentences. That's why black people can't acquire wealth. That's why black people are getting killed in the streets by police being unarmed. Like I think if they saw all of that, they'll be like, dang. Ooh, it's still they they made it a long way and I'm so glad they're not slaves no more, but they dang, they get a long way to go. I think America's biggest problem is that people don't want to accept change. Mm-hmm. They cannot accept not even they tolerate differences. They they America says they love differences. Right, right. But the truth is America was founded on hate. Yep. But Columbus discovered America. First of all, that's not even correct. We can't get our history right. And what, I don't know who said it, it's a quote by somebody, but when you don't know your history, you have a tendency to repeat it. And that is what America has been doing repeatedly for how long have we been living we're babies compared to other countries Mm -hmm. 200 years no it's been about uh 1700 so that's 400 about 400 years Mm -hmm. and really so we're really four years old if you count it because 100 years in the land is really one Mm -hmm. yeah because it takes it takes that amount of time to just to establish a government, to establish a stuff that works. So we're really four years old in my mind, and we're babies talk, acting and talking. We're babies with a nuclear button. Yep. That's what we are. And because we are not honest with ourselves, when we say, oh, we were founded on um, uh, love and peace and prosperity, lies, we were founded on racism. Now it is 400 years later, they still won't admit they did that. It has been the same group of people who came over here and said, hey, everything's okay in the world because they deem it okay. Right. But I bet these Native Americans don't think everything's okay in the world. Like like they have the the right, the, the gall of them. To be somehow xenophobic and say, America, America, get out of America, this is my land. This is not your land. I don't know what. But it's just that revisionist history that we talk about. The the, yeah. the Native Americans get a footnote in, in the history books. They were here first, and they don't tell you everything that was done to them. As far like I saw in a history book, it pretty much said that the Native Americans gave... Uh, the white people their land and uh, agreed to move out, you know, so and so. They don't even make sense. <laughs> but these these people that learned in this public education system will be the same grown white man arguing with some Native Americans on Facebook about how their history is wrong and they lying and, and it, this is their land and this, that, and the other. I can't do it. I bet if you ask a child what they know about American history, they would tell you ex- the, all the lies that they tell you in the um, history books. I mean, what did you learn? I learned that you know we we, we would dress up like Indians and the, or yeah Indians <laughs> and, and the Pilgrims, and we'd sing songs. We did not do that. And we had to. I wanted to be an Indian because the Indians were brown. 
But me too. <laughs> but we didn't do that. I would have wanted to too. But we were, you know, we just sang songs and said they came together and worshiped the Lord. And somehow after that, I don't know what happened. The time between then and when the thirteen colonies came, the Native Americans just kind of disappeared. Like they never told you what exactly happened. They were there. They, they gave them the food, and then what? Oh, as a matter of fact, let's do this. Hold on. Let's bring in my cousins and see what they know. Okay. I'm 12 years old. Okay. okay. Let me ask you a question. Who who uh, founded America? Who founded Amer- America first? I think the Russians. No, no, no. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you say. It's what you think, what they teach you in school. Because we just want to know what y'all learning. I, I heard about it, but I think I, I know. I know what it is, but I think I, I just forgot. So you don't know who, who founded America? Let me ask you a question. Who founded America? Was it uh, was it white people uh, <laughs> or black people or Indian people? Indian what was people. Indian people. The Native Americans. Oh, so what happened? Uh, no, wait. The people, the people tried to, uh, I think, tried to take over. I forget. I don't know. The, I forget what the people was. Uh-huh. They tried to. They tried to say that they found it first, but the Native Americans. Okay, we well, learned a little bit. Let me tell y'all, podcast world. <laughs> He did not know that. <laughs> the, uh, his brother came in and said, he heard the question that I was asking, mm. and his brother shouted out, the Native Americans! Mm. Okay. So, all of our children are not getting the same education. Yeah. And the only reason why they know that, let me tell you, I didn't know Native Americans was here when I was in their age. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> Because I didn't learn that till like fifth, mm, sixth grade. Mm. Uh-huh. I mean, I just knew what you knew the, the pilgrims, and uh, I never knew they were Native Americans. I just knew that they, they were the pilgrims came and they they gave we gave our um, the people in America gave them. Uh, that's the Shelby County school system, right? They don't teach what. Uh, they don't go to the Shelby County school system. Mm-hmm. So maybe they do know a little more than I did. But that's scary. Like, I want to bring somebody in here that's a part of the Native American community one of these days just to, to school us because we don't know nothing about Native Americans. We've never learned about nothing. it or something like that. I just want them to read us. It's going back to Black History Month and the ancestors and stuff like that. Think about this is the population that is these are the people that we're debating with on Facebook. These are the people we're debating with on Twitter. People who thought that the, the Native Americans popped up out of the blue and their only job was to help the, the white people. The people that thought the black people were just indentured servants and and there was a such thing as good slave masters. These are the people that are not only we're debating with on Facebook, these are the people that are running the country. These are the people that are your bosses. You know what I'm saying? And and these are the people that can that are your police. Yeah, that can make big decisions in your life. And 
that's scary. That's why, like, we, and it's not going to change now because we got the, the crazy lady in the Department of Education. But that's the importance of Black History Month. And that's the importance of not only teaching a fact. Like, I seem like all we do is say, like, okay, here's a Black History fact. Not only that, but I think an important part of Black History Month is to tell the stories in how the government was used, has used different ways to to oppress us, ways that we have have um, combated that and overcame. There's there's lots of stuff that can be taught during Black History Month because while there's exactly. a lot of stuff that white people don't know, there's a lot of stuff that black people don't know because nobody took the time to teach them. Not even their parents. They don't feel that it was necessary for themselves to go and learn it themselves mm-hmm. because they just didn't think it was that important. That's the thing. And I think that's because when you're in a school system that treats your history as a footnote or a side thing, you begin to just think that's all it is. Well, you know, this is the main history. Black history, you know, Harriet Tubman, uh, Martin Luther King, that's, that's all fine and dandy. But... Like when a part of being getting woke, a lot of talk, people talk about getting woke is a lot of people had that moment when, you know, something might have happened in the world like Trayvon Martin or something like that. But a lot of times people have those aha moments when they start going back into their history, because a lot of times people feel shame because they feel that all black people were were slaves. And then, you know, they they had to suffer and get beat up and they had to march and stuff like that. They think that's all of our that's all our history consists of. So they think it's nothing interesting about it. It's, they think there's nothing that black people have done that's innovative. There's nothing that we've done that's transformed the world. So we we definitely have to get that that message out there because it's a shame, like you said, it's a shame how many grown folks don't even know this stuff. You and you think exactly. you take it for granted that you think everybody would know, but they they don't. Exactly. And what makes it even more worse to me is that, okay, the schools are not going to teach your child about about its own history. But we as black people have got to keep our history alive to me. When I teach um, my cousins about black history, Mm -hmm. when I see something and they want to know where it's from, I say, look it up. And if it's a black inventor, I say learn what you can about him because you may need to remember him one day. Right. I tell them all the time about the injustices in in life. And that's just the facts that you're going to have to have, especially when I'm over here and having a helping hand in raising two black boys. Mm -hmm. That's, That's just for some reason to me. When we pass on our history, the teachers pass on our history. That's, you know, that's not fine, but that's expected. But when we as parents and we as um, older generations to our to our friends, to our cousins, to our um, brothers, to our sisters, when we don't educate our youth about us, it's a problem for me. I agree 100 percent. And I want to I want to segue this because it, this is very important, and we're going to talk about this in our our next episode um, about our history and the way that we that we view ourselves. And um, I want to talk a little bit about 
because there is a history thing that, that that a lot of people don't know about the NRA. When the Black Black Panther Party started gaining traction, and a lot of black men and black women were starting to get guns. And the NRA at that time was not pushing for everybody to get a gun. They started pushing for gun control because black people started to obtain guns. Now, I know there's a lot of com- a lot of conversation about gun control. What should we do? What do we need to do? It's not. Um. Huh. It's not, it's actually not, not from the White House anyway. We have a lot of conversation as everyday people Mm -hmm. who live and get shot, but the White House, they don't see a problem. So I wanted to ask you, because this is, this is a very interesting phenomena. What happens is when, when they talk about, when we talk about getting killed by police and stuff like that, they bring up Chicago and how everybody has a gun and everybody's shooting everybody. When we bring up gun control uh, for the white people that are shooting up the schools, then gun control doesn't work. But if it's black people with guns, like if every black person that could get a gun got a gun today, an AR-15, do you think that these people would have these same views on no gun control? Absolutely not. Let me tell you something. Out of all the massacres that have occurred in America, Columbine, Sandy Hook, the uh, the Florida shooting that just happened a couple weeks ago, all of the school shootings you could possibly think of, one of them was a minority. Mm. Mm-hmm. All of them have been who? White males. Yep. And that's just this is just the point I want to make is that there are be, white people who don't care about gun control because ninety percent of the time they're the ones controlling the guns. Mm. Had it been minorities, whether it be uh, African-American minorities, Latinas, uh, Asian, Native Americans, mm-hmm. they would have been all over gun control. Most definitely. Most definitely. Because then it would have been a problem. It's an epidemic. Like, black-on-black crime is their excuse for every time. Well, it's, it's an epidemic, black-on-black crime. Well, when a white person kills another white person, you don't call it white-on-white crime. Right. And I'm I don't understand see, that. I I'm literally cannot fathom in my head why they are so attached to the guns. And literally now it's become like a religion thing. I literally saw somebody say, we have <laughs> to get these Republicans in office because the liberals are going to take our guns and we need to go back to Jesus. I said, what is that? What those two don't have anything to do with each other. But it's like there's such a knee jerk as soon as a shooting happens. Gun control. Guns will kill people. Guns will kill people. Well, neither does heroin, but we show try to make sure they don't go in the streets. Like there has to be some type of regulation. These people don't want no regulation. As soon as you say gun control, they think that means you finna take all their guns. Nobody even said anything about taking nan one of your guns. We're making sure that people that are not mentally 
fit do not have access to those guns. One of the um, legislations that Donald Trump repealed, which was to uh, prohibit people with mental illnesses from obtaining guns. And that guy had a mental illness and he was able to get a gun. So not only did he have a mental illness, he was 18. Yep. He's 18. He can't even drink. Nope. But he is barely an adult. He's what he's still in high school. Otherwise, it's no use yeah. to shoot up a, 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 a your school. You're still in high school. If would you let your 18 year old make a decision about where they're going to college without advising them? No. Nope. So why are they allowed to buy a gun? No idea. That's what I'm saying. Because they're white. That's the only thing I can think of. And what makes me so upset is I'll watch the view. (laughs) (laughs) And Megan McCain, Mm -hmm. bless her heart. Uh, You know, that's something people say in the South and they just can't. (laughs) (laughs) Can't deal. (laughs) They can't deal. Bless her heart is all I can say because she seems like a very nice person. But her, some I just don't understand some of the, the things that come out of her mouth, as far as you know abortions and all. But that's just not the thing. But as far as gun control, she says it's a very sensitive subject. Why? Why? Hard metal is not sensitive. They act like you're saying you're going to kill their dog. They literally you know have, what? I think they I, have like a gun fetish. Like I think it might be getting to like something <laughs> sexual because literally there's isn't it it's not that serious. It is literally not that serious. You do not live I in a war zone. I understand the point that she was trying to make when she Megan McCain said something about how it's it's gun control, gun uh owners and especially people in the NRA are very sentimental about their drug, about their no, I said about their drug, mm-hmm. I mean about their gun. Uh-huh. And how and that uh most of the time is used for hunting. Mm. And Sonny Hawson asks, Well, why do you need an AK fifteen or whatever? AR fifteen to hunt. It would be easier with the rifle, wouldn't it? Why why is that necessary? It would seem like it would make it harder. Right. And she rudely interrupted her. And said, well, you didn't grow up in gun country. First of all, what the hell is gun country? Ew. Secondly, even if I, my, my, my people, my family, some of my people in my family hunt. I know they do. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they use uh, AR-15s. Right. That'd be, what, which... What does an a automatic gun have to do with uh, hunting? For me, it would seem like if you're hunting with an automatic weapon, that is more bullets in the meat you're trying to get that you have to take in and clean out. Yeah. That makes no sense to me. So you're not a hunter. You're just a killer. And they can never give you an answer. Like you said, the girl said... Well, you ain't grown up in in uh, the gun country. I that think makes the that is, is no it, that is you didn't even answer the question. Why do you need it? I think these people think that black people finna over overthrow the government say. or something like that because no, they're no, really no. scared they about it. It's not like they're just yes. annoyed. It's not like girl, yes. you ain't taking my stuff. They really get uptight about it. And Donald Trump is the president, so they can't say the government's going to come get them. 
So exactly. is it? I is it? They're scared of the black people. Are white people they're scared always of minority? Or minority because they know that not just black people. They're scared of the Japanese people they had in the concentration camps, mm. or uh, they're scared of uh, the black people with slavery. They're scared of the Native Americans and how they treated them. They're scared of the um, Chinese or, or, or the Asian people for the how they treated them with the camps and the, all of that. They're scared of the uh, everybody except did they, uh, even Jews. I was going to say except Jews, mm. but they're scared of everybody yep. because every minority white Americans have oppressed, have beat down have a uh, tortured in, a, in some mental physical mm-hmm. hell even spiritual way yep. and i feel that the majority of gun owners who are white people i'm sorry i'm yelling i'm just so upset because i've been wanting to talk to make mccain about this okay go ahead i just feel that the majority of white people who own gun guns which I'm thinking, I don't know if they're the, the majority, they might be, but the people who own guns, I think they're scared of the repercussions of their ancestors, but they don't want to change their way. Oh, yeah, yeah. They want to keep the systems in play. And they say, well, I, they might just be paranoid. They might just be. But Joy Behar um, said something about Australia. She said that to people who say that guns don't kill people, People kill people. For people who say that, she offered the example of Australia, who they had a mass of a uh, killing in 1966 or something like that, or 96 or something like yeah. that. Yeah, 1996. And after they put in gun control, got rid of the automatic weapons, they can still have their guns, just not the automatic ones. Right. Uh, that, that were unnecessary, because why do you need them? You're not in the military. And there has not been one mass shooting in Australia since then. There you go. And my thing is, they say, well, you need you need a good guy with a gun just in case somebody has the gun. Well, you still don't need a semi, semi-automatic unless you like think there's going to be 50 people shooting at everybody. Like most of the time, these are lone rangers. One gun will do the trick. Uh, to get the guy down, you do not need a semi-automatic weapon. And what guy? Because if there are no semi-automatic weapons, then he shouldn't have one either. So you'll be on even terms. Unless they say, you know, because they keep saying that even if we do gun control, there's still going to be the black market. True. And the thing is, with with the title gun control, though, and everybody having to register their guns, if somebody catches you with the gun that is unlicensed, that is bought from the black market, they'll confiscate it and you'll go to jail. Not only go to jail, but it and it should be go to jail, go to jail, not go to jail like white people go to jail for crack <laughs> and, and black and black people go to jail for weed. Mm-hmm. No. Because those are never those are never equal. Mm-hmm. It should be go to jail like black people go to jail for weed type jail tenants. Six seven years for ten ounces. But it's it's a, it's a very hot button issue. And the last thing I wanted to ask you about is um, I saw this thing on Facebook that said Facebook Kane killed <laughs> Abel with the rock. It's not a gun problem. It's a heart problem. 
And I said, I'd rather take my chances with a rock. I can run from somebody hurling rocks at me. I can't run from somebody spewing bullets in my direction, dummy. Like, people are just... <laughs> then they try to... That's what, what I'm saying. Try to bring the Bible in it. Like, come on now. Well, did they have guns back in the Bible days? They did not. They had okay. swords, but you could still run from a sword unless they do... Like, there's, there's ways you could get away from that type of stuff. A semi-automatic weapon. Say somebody with a sword or a rock, a glass, uh, a arrow, a knife, like a knife. Anybody who who got any other weapon than a gun or a cannonball? Hell, I can outrun a cannonball. That's <laughs> <Right. laughs> like with hunting. Like if 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 you had to hunt a a, a rhinoceros. Or a deer or a, a moose with a, a spear or a knife, it would take you, it would be so much harder. It would take you a longer time to do it than if you had a rifle pointed straight at them. Like it it's 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 obviously it's just it's common sense. Less people will be killed. And <laughs> there's points where nobody will be killed, you know, because it's you know, that's just the way it is. But <clears throat> Uh, what can we do? What, what what can we do to to get to get to these white people's head? They will not listen. I don't know. I mean, some black people. I'm, I will admit, some black people. My dad, Lord bless his heart. That's <laughs> all you can say sometimes. <laughs> bless their heart. Um, my uh, my dad doesn't. I don't think he would vote for gun control. I don't think he would. I think he did. Uh, I think. And here's why, though. I think he's one of those people who's very paranoid about people coming to um, get him. Mm. And I say that because he feels like the times have gotten so bad that he needs protection. Okay. And that that's, that's weird to me because people are like, okay, well, he had an incident with the police recently, like a, or last year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a fake, a fake, uh, that him and somebody got, him and a lady got into an argument. Okay. She called the police and as he's walking away, he's in a different room. So he doesn't know what's happening. Uh She calls the police and says that he has a gun. He didn't obviously that he has a gun. He didn't even have a gun in the house as far as I know. Mm. But he has a gun and that she needs help right away because he's about to kill her. Mm. And the police come in, knock on the door, push my brother on the floor mm. because they they all they know it's a black man. Yeah. So they push my brother on the floor and she's hollering and she's screaming because that's not what she wanted to happen. Yeah, they're finna, they're cuffing him just so they can you know get the situation straightened out, and then they go to find my father, and he's like, "What's happening? Why? What's what's going on?" Yeah. And so they she they say, "Oh, we got a call that a black male at this residence has a gun," and she's still hollering, "Yes, he has a gun. Yes, he has a gun. It's this one," and they search the house. No gun. They searched the car. No gun. 
they look at him and they can tell he's just severely stressed out by the situation. And, and he's like, oh, the officer pulled him to the side and said, you need to get her to leave this residence. She doesn't mean you any well. Yeah. But that's a, that's a personal story. But <laughs> that just goes to show that the officers, they don't even, I mean, I get that they had to check. But especially in domestic violence situations, it just seems to me that they barged in without knowing what's happening. Mm-hmm. Cuffed the young man. Went to pointed while pointing a gun in his face now. Ooh. Yeah, they, they, they had their guns out. I forgot to mention that. Then pointed another gun at my father. Yelled at him to get on his knees. Don't know what they don't know what's happening. Right. All they know is a false report. And it just kills me that these are the people in charge of the guns. Right. That they get guns. Which is weird to me. Why do people who who can claim that they're scared for their life get guns? But when you do that to people, especially people of color, and they get scared, and then they want a gun. Then they ask why. Woo! Like Philando Castile, that dude who got shot. He had a permit. The dude asked him to show him the permit. He sh- he went to show him the permit. The police killed him right then. Like gun control, they don't want. Like I said, it just proves the point. They don't want gun control for the white folks, but they want them for the blacks, which just proves our point one hundred percent. That they're scared of the white black people. It proves it. That's it. If the if you take get rid of all the police right now mm-hmm. and put minorities in their position, would they still feel the same way? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny to me. That would be interesting. Oh, if I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, movie, I'm gonna write a movie. Do it. Do it. Oh, I'm gonna write a movie. <laughs> they will be just as scared for their lives. Girl, when they get uh, pulled over and they want nothing but some black folk, girl. Oh, my God. No, here's what's going to happen. The white people are going to get pulled over and they're going to do what we do. Both hands at the clock, both hands at the wheel. Mm-hmm. Dude, don't do this. Don't do that. Okay, remember to say yes, sir, no, sir. And then when black people get pulled over, hey, how you doing? <laughs> It'll be a totally different vibe. Oh, yes, I'm writing a short movie. Do it. Don't y'all feel that? We're going to get to it, Joy, and we'll promote it on the, on the podcast. But we yeah. know, we know, I know you got to go and, and go on and go watch Black Panther, which we're going to do a, a, a critique a analysis on next week. I know Joy's oh, I going hope to. I like this movie. Joy's going to love the movie, but I, I know she's going to probably get upset by what I'm going to say about it. <laughs> oh, Lord. But. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Thank you for hanging out with us. Hopefully we could um, start some conversations, get some conversations going with you and your family and your friends. Make sure you tell all your family and friends about Talk It Out Podcast. And let them know they can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Talk It Out Podcast. Hit us up on Instagram at Talk It Out Podcast, Twitter at Talk It Out underscore pod. And listen to us on SoundCloud.com slash TalkItOut, TIOPodcast.com slash episodes, as well as wherever you could possibly find a podcast, we are there. We thank you guys so much for the love and support. This podcast continues to grow and it continues to blow our minds how much you guys enjoy what we do. And we love y'all.
So, yeah. Uh, this has been your girl, Gabby. Enjoy. Please remember to talk to your family about black history and what you want to know. Yes. If you're listening, go out and just have a fun field family night or a fun field family hour, if you will. Um, that's all I got to say. This is my closing message. Yay. Black people love each other and educate each other and be united together. And this has been Ooh. Talk It Out. It's- Talk it out. Talk it out.